citizens. Well, let me say this as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, we sure do appreciate you joining us. This is uh, day three of our prayerathon. Yes. I like it. It just kind of <laughs> encapsulates everything that we're doing. So to say it that way, wish we had said that the first day. Uh, just kind of just jumped right in, both feet. Uh, we didn't do that, uh, so we missed a day. Anyways, um, but it's okay. It's we're still good. praying. Yes. Yep, that's right. <laughs> that's all that matters. We're still um, praying. Man, it's amazing because, you know, when you have um, prayer requests that are submitted to you mm-hmm. and um, and you are praying for those prayer requests mm-hmm. and you are discussing the great needs of the people who listen to certainly this program and listen across the network to American Family Radio and for whatever reason um, are asking the Addisons to, to pray for them. And, you know, it, it connects you to the body of Christ in a way that I think is intentional on the part of the Lord and instructing us to pray for one another. You um, become tightly knit uh, mm-hmm. with those people who um, you can't touch. You're not in close proximity to, but you are close to spiritually speaking. And I'm wondering, Will, if you kind of feel like when we talk about prayer and when you think about prayer, um, you think of this as really an intentional uh, knitting together that yeah. prayer fosters. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, one thing, well, first of all, we're family. And as the mm-hmm. family of God, we should um, bear each other's burdens. Like we should be able to, uh, you know, hear from other family members that that's in need and say, man, I really need prayer for this. And should be at the ready to to help to to share that burden. You know, we, mm-hmm. we uh, rejoice with those who rejoice. We mourn with those who mourn. And prayer is powerful. You know, uh, it, and it does bring about a bond. You know, to where you, I, be, I believe it, it tenderizes your heart for pray, uh, praying for people and, and it fills us, you know, with compassion, you know, for others. And, and I think that's, and it, and, it, and it genders, you know, about love. It, it, it brings about love for one another. And I think that's, that's one of the best ways when you have strife and we have division, we have different things going on. Yes. You know, it, it's so powerful, you know, when you pray for those who despitefully use you, you know, mm-hmm. it, kind of, it changes your heart. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, that's it, right. It, it, that's cha- right. it changes your heart. And I think that's something about prayer that we miss oftentimes is what it does, you know, for us praying for others. You know, mm-hmm. and we may feel like we're, we're doing something for them, but it also does something for us. Whenever we uh, pray for uh, the church around the world, you know, it does something to us as well. It causes us to have more sympathy and more compassion, you know, for our brothers and sisters and to realize that we're we're in one family. We're linked, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I think when we have prayerlessness for uh, uh, other countries and other Christians in other parts of the world, it causes us to have this distance that's brought yeah, about, you that's know, right. because we right. prayer is one way that we can link with believers no matter where they are. We can link, you know, with another believer in in Germany, in India, in Africa, you know, through prayer, through praying for them, through uh, maybe adopting a nation and saying, man, I'm going to pray about what's going on there. It it helps to connect our hearts because we're so, we have distance, you know, Mm -hmm. in reality, we're we're far away from each other. But in prayer, it brings us closer. 
Yeah, and it reminds us that our first and foremost identity is that of believer, that we are in the family of God. It's sort of, um, while we understand, um, naturally speaking, that we have our different nations that we are a part of, and uh, we understand that John saw the different nations, the tribes and the tongues represented. So Mm -hmm. it's not like that's a mistake or that's an accident, but there is something that in the spirit realm is, and I say that not to sound all, you know, you know what I mean? I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to sound mystical, but I mean in the realm that we don't see where we do battle, we are linked together. We are linked together across um, those, those countries and across those borders and things like that, that I think the world tries to manufacture. Mm-hmm. But the Lord has given this naturally to the body of Christ that we share each other's burdens. We meet each other's needs mm-hmm. without breaking any laws. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. Right. I'm petty, um, but it's OK. People expect it. I was thinking, I know that we're going to turn our focus today in the second segment mm-hmm. um, and we're going to be praying for the church. We're going to be praying for the church yes. of the Lord. And um, and so I was reminded of a message that I, I gave or presented to um, a group of sisters, mm. uh, maybe last year, beginning of the year last year, and it was a quick survey um, of the seven churches that are mentioned in the Revelation. Mm. And I was thinking about the church in Smyrna today because you know we're going to be talking about the persecuted church in the second segment, and we're going to be praying for the church worldwide. And that's why we start mm. out talking about how prayer connects us. But I went back. And I was looking at some of those notes that I presented to that group of sisters. And um, and man, it's just, you know, it's just something that is so encouraging that when you have the word of God, it doesn't matter what you're going through, that the word of God doesn't lose its power, doesn't Mm. lose its impact. And so I was looking over those notes and I wanted to share something with our listeners that I think might be encouraging. Um, One of the quotes that I used um, as the backdrop to show that is so important for the church in every generation to maintain her testimony. It's important for the church in every culture that we exist in to maintain our distinction. Um, I I used a quote from a Bible scholar by the name of Craig Keener. And uh, I think he teaches at uh, Asbury Theological Seminary. And this is what he said. He said, the church, no matter how powerless in any given society is a guardian of its culture. Mm. I'm going to repeat that. The church, Mm -hmm. no matter how powerless in any given society, is a guardian of its culture. And here's how he arrived at that assertion. And I want us to have this in our minds as we think about and we talk about how to pray for the church worldwide. When you look at the history of the seven churches, so we have literal churches, we have actual churches that existed But these churches are also typical, right? Mm -hmm. So that in every generation, as we read this and we learn about these churches, we can see how the warning has bearing on churches Mm. that have an ear to hear, right? So here is a letter written to this church, but to the churches also, if you have an ear, you can hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches, right? So you have literal churches, actual churches that existed, right? but then they also serve as typical churches or types of churches, right? And one of the things that's really interesting as you look at these churches is that you realize that when they are judged or when they are commended, Mm -hmm. their environment has a huge bearing on how the church has behaved. Mm. All right. So 
Right. Okay. That's, so here we go. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> the messages to each of the churches resembles or parallels what we now know and mm. what we research and learn about the cities in which those churches existed. And this is really important to understand. So the Lord shows us in the, the, the letters to these seven churches, the danger or the commendation, if you will. Um, but the danger and the threat against the church based on where the church exists. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I always say, you know, the gospel has never existed in, in, in safety. Yeah. We've always had to contend for the faith. I mean, that's 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 what we know to do. We hit the ground running and defending the truth and contending for the faith. So the fight for the authenticity of the church has continued from the first century down to the 21st century, that no matter what your culture is, no matter where the church is, you always have to fight for authenticity. You remember, we've been talking a lot, how mm -hmm. people are always talking about they want to live as authentic Christians. Right. Well, what does that look like? Except that in some instances, and I would say in many, many instances, the church is going to find itself standing against culture. Mm. That can be jolting when you have always believed that the culture itself is good. Mm. Right? Mm. Because now when you find yourself standing against what is happening in the culture, mm -hmm. it almost feel, feels like you are going against what you've always known. Yeah. Right? But this is why we understand that to be born again is to have newness of life and to have a new identity and to have a new family with which you associate new norms, <laughs> mm. right? Uh, new practices and all of these things. And so the church always has to maintain her distinction in every culture and in every generation. So for example, when you look at the seven churches, it's a kind of, um, cause I like church history. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a geek in that, you know, but this, I think this is really cool. Whenever you start to research these things, which is what I do when I make a presentation like this, I just think it's so much fun because you go, wow. I mean, the Lord, um, it's very intentional. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like there are no extra words. It's right. very intentional. Right. The Lord is and what he wants us to understand. Right. So consider this history of, uh, of a few of the seven churches. Um, again, and this is this is research that's done by uh, Craig Keener, who is a, a theologian and Bible teacher, Bible scholar. And I just found this really fascinating. But he writes, the two cities that are now completely uninhabited belong Churches that were most severely rebuked by the Lord. That is mm. the church in Sardis and the church in Laodicea. Those two cities are now completely uninhabited. Wow. Okay. And you think about that, right? Think about what the warnings were and then think about what actually happened literally. Then the two cities that held out the longest before the Muslim conquest are the only two churches that are fully praised by the Lord. That's the church in Smyrna and the church in Philadelphia. Mm. And in fact, I want to look at the scripture that refers to the church in Smyrna just so, sort of as a as a backdrop for us to be thinking about how we prepare ourselves for persecution and how we pray for the persecuted church in the world. And one of the things, again, if I could just double back to this, what the spirit of God is revealing to the church and people may have a problem with this, the use of this word, and I understand it, but it's a reality. The spirit of God reveals to us in this these letters written to these seven churches a vulnerability of the church mm. the church is vulnerable and people would say well no the church is not vulnerable well if if not then we don't have a fight on our hands right right if, <laughs> right. if not if, if there's not anything that threatens the church or attempts to weaken the church then we don't have a fight on our hands pack up everybody go home and live like the culture in which you dwell
But the reality is, is that the church is vulnerable Mm -hmm. and that the faithful must always contend and fight for the bride of Christ. Amen. Amen. Jesus shows us in these letters to the churches a connection between the characteristics of the cities in which these churches are anchored. And I believe, and I think if you go back and you read this, you can see that the Lord is showing how easily and how with great calamity a church can reflect the values of their culture Mm. rather than when it is necessary standing against those so-called values in their culture. Mm. Sometimes it's easier to just reflect what the culture loves. Right. 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 Sometimes it's easier to just do what everyone around us is doing when really the call of the church and the call of the body of Christ is to maintain our distinction, Mm. especially when the so-called values of any culture are in competition with the holiness of God. Right. Right. The righteousness of God. So um, I know we have about a minute left, but here is what the Lord by his spirit. This is the letter that was written to the church in Smyrna. Um, this is Revelation chapter two, verse eight. And to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, these things says the first and the last who was dead and came to life. I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation 10 days. Be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown, the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. You know, it's difficult for us in the United States to identify with the type of persecution and the type of suffering that is happening around the world. And this does not mean that the gospel we have received is cheap. Come on. Now. Right? Because right. we know that it's, it's not. not. Right. But in some ways we've been quite distant from the suffering church. Mm. This this the church at Smyrna. This bitterness that categorizes or characterizes uh, the church that is suffering. And so today, we in the body of Christ have an opportunity to knit our hearts with those abroad, those who are suffering, those who are tarrying, who are contending for the faith Mm. and awaiting the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have an opportunity to pray with them and to pray for them that they endure to the end. All right, we got to grab the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Our Father, which art in heaven, yeah, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Again, we appreciate you um, joining us as we've spent the last few days praying with you and praying for you. Uh, praying, I, what I hope is in accordance with the will of God Amen. Um, for the body of Christ. And so anyway, thank you so much for being a part of that. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's the Walls Group with the prayer. 
Sister Patrice Stone joins us now. Mm -hmm. Um, Sister Stone is a native of the Bahamas, which just seems like that's not right, that that should be like where you grow up. Like that's just, (laughs) I mean, you know what I mean? It seems like that's only where you go to vacation, but no, people really live there. I don't know if it's hard to live there in the Bahamas. Like, you know, like, I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, uh, we invited Sister Stone on to pray with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's also a part of an organization called the Wailing Women, where um, she regularly is interceding with women around the world, uh, praying for the body of Christ, which can you imagine that? Sometimes I think when we are, many of us flipping to the cold side of the pillow, Uh, These women are up and they are praying for the body of Christ around Mm. the world, which is an exciting and powerful thing to be aware of. And we invited her on today during this segment to pray with us and to pray for the church, not only the persecuted church, as we might um, refer to it, but to pray for the body of Christ around the world. There is great suffering. Um, There is also great endurance. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to wanted to share this time with her. Sister Stone, how are you? I am doing well. How are you all? Doing Very great. well. Thank you so much. Is it okay that I make fun that you grew up in the Bahamas? Is that okay? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's hard to grow up in paradise. I'm sure it's hard. I mean, I'm sure you had a hard time. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Stone, I know that you are a part of an important group of women um, who are regularly interceding, uh, not only for the United States of America, but for the church and the world. And I'm wondering in recent months what it is that you guys have discerned in prayer and what it is that the Lord has shown you about the state and the condition of the bride of Christ. Mm. Well, basically, I know that um, there has been so much that the Lord has been speaking, and even with the event that we are all going through all over the world with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. But also, what He's shown us is that we as the body of Christ, the church, we must not hold back from prayer. Mm-hmm. We need to intercede more than ever on behalf, not only for the body of Christ, for the church, but for the world, for the lost. And and what the Lord is saying to us as well is that the time that we're in, it is a season for us to go out and evangelize. Mm. It's right and ready. And so those are the things that have been shared, and even with fasting yeah. and, mm-hmm. and worship, wow. not to forget to worship in the midst of everything that we're going through. We must worship Amen. because mm-hmm. it's one of our weapons, but the most important weapon is prayer. Amen. Mm. Amen. 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 You know, I want to. I want to contrast what you just said to what Governor Cuomo in New York recently said when he's talking about, um, you know, what has happened in New York, New York and some of the the cases of people who are testing positive for COVID-19, those cases coming down. And one of the things that he said, which I thought was 
almost one of those moments where you expect to later see him out in a field just sort of eating grass <laughs> and getting dirt under his fingernails. But he said, he said, God didn't do this. He said, faith and prayer didn't do this. He said, you know, uh, and I think he said something else that was like a new age term. He just kind of lumped these things all together. But he said, the people of New York have done this. And, and I think, you know, in light of what we are asking the Lord to do in our country, that you have people, again, that you have to contend against that spirit of yeah. arrogance and that spirit of pride when so many of us are humbling ourselves before the Lord and saying, God, only you can do this. Yeah, and, I mean, and, there is no other help. And just to be clear, too, when he was saying that, he was speaking of maybe some of the cases going down, like the spread, you know, yes. beginning to, to uh, lessen. And he was uh, he was saying that God didn't, you know, stop the spread. We did this. And oh it's like, goodness. man, how arrogant, you know, to even say something like that but uh it it just shows where you know some of these some of these people are (laughs) yeah so so sister stone i wanted us to start by um praying for the church and praying for believers and i think something that you alluded to is that we must not relent we must not give up in prayer and so this may sound this may sound weird but i'm going to ask you to pray for the body of christ that we would persevere in prayer that the lord would stir our heart to pray that our faith would be increased and as the spirit of god leads you um we'll we'll agree with you on that amen okay most holy righteous Father, as I come before you today, as mm-hmm. we come before you today, we mm-hmm. give you praise, glory, and honor, O oh Lord God. Mm-hmm. We thank you that you're God. There's none like you, none to compare. You are the great one. You are the everlasting Father, O oh God, the yes. Prince of Peace. Father, you are the I am that I am, O oh mm-hmm. Lord. You are a consuming fire, Lord, as we bring your body before you, Lord, the church. Mm -hmm. We ask you, Lord God, to strengthen us, to undergird us as never yet before. But, Lord, first of all, I ask you to forgive us, Mm -hmm. O Lord, of our shortcomings, O Lord God. Mm -hmm. Forgive us for not being sensitive to you, O Lord, to your spirit, Mm -hmm. O God. Forgive us, Lord God, for anything we may have done or said or spoken out of our mouths, mm-hmm. O oh Lord, that was displeasing and grieving the Holy Spirit. Mm. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus to take charge of us, O oh Lord, mm. to draw us, O oh Lord God. Help us, Lord God, not to give up, but to continue to press into you yes, Lord. in prayer, O oh Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we realize, according to your word, you said that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man mm-hmm. availed much. Mm-hmm. Lord, you're calling on us to be fervent in our prayer. Yes, Lord. Stir your people, O oh God. Stir your sons and daughters, O oh Lord. Arrest us in the Holy Ghost. Lord, mm. when you wake us up in the midnight hour, help us, Lord, not to think that something else is going on, mm-hmm. but Lord, is you wooing us to time with you, oh God, yes, God. in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. do Jesus. your work, Lord God, yes, in Lord. Jesus' name, yes. amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 You. you know, there was a, there was a prayer alert that went out from the presidential prayer team. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I cannot remember a time uh, in my life, and maybe there's a time um that maybe others can remember, but I cannot remember a time where I have heard more activity of, you know, the spiritual nature. And when I say that, I mean submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and prayer and faith that has surrounded a president more than that has surrounded president Trump. I I see this president 
surrounded by so many people of faith who are not only praying for him, but I perceive that they are instructing him that he must call for prayer as well. Mm. And um, there was a presidential prayer alert that went out a couple days ago and there were three points of prayer. And I want to, I want to um, read those points for the sake of our listeners. And then sister stone, I want to ask you to pray for that specifically. Um, so the president's prayer team um, asked for prayer one for God to guide president Trump and the members of this new task force in supernatural ways beyond their own understanding as they work through the decisions to be made on reopening America's economy. That's number one. Number two, for the president and for the work that's being done to stem the tide of the coronavirus. And then number three, for God's truth. Now, this came from the presidential prayer team. I just want to remind our listeners, but here is number three. For God's truth to be made clear and that he would bring to light anyone who is seeking to harm the United States during this time. Mm. Um, <laughs> man, I got to tell you that third one, <laughs> Sister Stone. You know, I've talked to you about this. I, you know, that third one. I, I really believe that there's more than meets the eye here, and what we're talking about, and what's going on right mm. now. But Sister Stone, I would ask maybe first your response to that as you hear those prayer needs, that prayer request. Um, is there something that the Lord is stirring in your heart? And then let's go to the Lord in prayer. It's one thing I would like. Um, one of the things is that Lord expose every hidden agenda. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every hidden agenda, because the Lord knows the heart. That's, of right. Men. That's right. He knows those that are around him that means him good. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. knows those that are around him that are seeking a great name for themselves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to bring harm and to just totally discredit. So that's one of the things that I know that we need to also focus on, too. Yes. Yes. Let's go to the Lord in prayer regarding that, Sister Stone. Okay. Most holy and righteous Father, we come before you on behalf of these points that Mm -hmm. was made, Lord God. Father, you see the situation right now that's going on with COVID-19, not just in the United States of America, but all mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. But Lord, we ask you in the name of Jesus to expose every hidden agenda of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Lord God, we know, oh Lord God, that nothing escapes you, oh Lord. You know the hearts of men. Mm-hmm. And Lord God, you know the mm-hmm. motives of men. Mm-hmm. But Lord, I ask you to expose them in Jesus' name. Yes. I pray mm-hmm. for divine wisdom for President Trump. Mm-hmm. Lord yes, God, Lord. for his team, oh Lord God. I pray, oh Lord, against the spirit of fear, of intimidation, in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Lord God, we come against the spirit of pride as well, oh Lord, in Jesus' name. Mm. Father, we pray that you alone be glorified in the midst of this, that no man will touch your glory. Mm. Lord Mm. God, even whatever, Lord God, the enemy may mean for evil, Lord, you were good out of it, O Lord. Mm. Yes, Lord. You were good out of it. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Yes, Lord. Father, we pray, O Lord God, that during this time that the hearts of the people would not just look up to men for answers, mm-hmm. but, Lord, that they would run to you for the answers, Lord mm. God. Mm. We pray, O oh Lord God, that during this time that you would redeem the days from the evil, O oh Lord, yes, in the Lord. name of Jesus. Yes, we Lord. ask you, Lord God, that you, O oh Lord God, would, would just 
send the souls, Lord, but Lord, that your people will be sensitive to it as well mm. in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Father, we love you. We glorify you, O oh Lord. We pray that your truth be revealed, O oh God, mm-hmm. your truth and your truth alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Father, we know, O oh Lord God, that you are the great one, that you are a source, and we trust you because you are our source, not man, That's but right. you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. You are You're our source, yes, oh God. Yes, Lord. Help us to keep that in mind. Yes, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we come, Jesus Lord God, Jesus. humbly you. before you. In Thank Jesus' you. name, amen. 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 And as you know, Sister Stone, there's been a lot of um, believers uh, in this country and, and beyond that have not been able to gather together you know Mm. um they've been doing mainly things online um Mm -hmm. and i feel like we we should pray you know just for the church um as far as the body of christ to find that connectedness and and hopefully that this would all end soon that we can all have that fellowship where we're face to face and for those who haven't been able to have that because we even have some prayer requests coming from people who are like man i just really want, I need some fellowship. I really need, Mm -hmm. you know, and so if we can pray towards that end, you know, that even now while there's the shelter in place and all these things going on, that believers will still be able to find that place of fellowship with other believers. um, And that, you know, that wouldn't be just a great, great uh, suffering in that area because we Mm -hmm. know that uh, there's something strong about coming together and being able to encourage one another face to face you know, and some yeah. are finding it hard to do that at this time. You know, their churches may not be having that at this time. And so can we pray for those believers as well? Hmm. Amen. Lord, according to your word, oh, Lord God, in Second Corinthians, Father, we actually were uh, chapter 10, I believe, Lord God, and verse 4 and, and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, mm. but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, mm-hmm. casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, mm. and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And Lord, right now, help us as believers to remember that. Mm-hmm. Lord God, we are not fighting a battle that is fleshly, oh God. Mm. But it's a spiritual battle as well, even during this time of pandemic. Mm. But Lord, I ask you in the name of Jesus to strengthen the body of Christ, your bride, during this time. Father, Lord, even though some of us may not be able to meet for whatever Mm. reason face to face, Mm Your word says not to forsake the assemblies of ourselves together. Mm-hmm. But Lord, whichever way we find to meet, be it through a phone call or be it through through uh, television, the computer, whichever way, Zoom, mm-hmm. whatever resources, mm-hmm. we pray, God, that you would strengthen us, mm-hmm. that you will undergird us, Lord, as never yet before. Yes, Lord. Help us, Lord God, to encourage one another, Lord God. Father, we pray for strategy. Mm-hmm. We pray. We pray for witty ideas. We pray for our pastors that yes. use mm-hmm. them yes, in Lord. the name of, the Jesus. name of Jesus. Lord God, let them remember their calling yes. and their, mm-hmm. what they are called to do. Oh Lord, yes, Lord. Not to be afraid of man, mm-hmm. but to fear you, godly fear yes, you, Lord. Yes, Lord. To be obedient to what your word says. 
Father, we pray that you give our brothers and sisters boldness and courage. Mm-hmm. We pray against the spirit of fear and panic that is gripping our hearts, Lord. Yes, Lord. We pray against destruction of life and property. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We speak your truth and Lord. Give us an idea of how to reach the Lord, not just those out there, but our family members that we know that are Lord. Amen. You are holy, oh, so holy. You are holy, oh, so holy. What a Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We appreciate you. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And as Lisa McClendon, you are holy. It is so important for us to understand um, that we are peculiar, those of us in the body of Christ. And we've been given a different set of, uh, I guess, marching orders, if you will. Hmm. And, you know, I remember us, we did a show um, maybe a week or so ago where we were talking about the different generations in the church, you know, and mm-hmm. the older generation feeling like, okay, what's there that you want me to do except give, you know, and what, you know, what's next. And I was just thinking about Sister Stone and the blessing that she is in our fellowship yeah. and how important the intergenerational connections are, yes. right? That yes. older women are teaching younger women and uh, that younger women are receiving, right? And then mm-hmm. that we, mm-hmm. we are also passing that down to the generation that's younger than us. I think it's important to have women in your life uh, who are older than you and who are younger than you. And, 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 I don't necessarily mean numerically, right? I, I you know, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean in the Lord. That's important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Because you could have someone younger than you who has walked with the Lord longer and can impart That's some true. wisdom to you. And we shouldn't despise that. That was one of the issues that Timothy was having, right? Mm. And the Apostle Paul had to encourage him in that. So when I say that, I mean spiritually speaking. I don't mean number of years living. Mm. Um do with that what you will, but it's just important. <laughs> it's important. It's important to have people Amen. who are praying for you and can, as we say, and this may sound churchy, but can speak into your life, yeah. you know, who can be disturbed in their sleep on your behalf. Say, Hey man, I just, you were on my heart. So I got up praying for you. Um, it's an encouragement. It's an encouragement. And boy, my, my hope is that my hope is that the body of Christ understands what's available to us. It's not just for us to talk about the headlines. It's not just for us to warn, hey, this is what's happening in the culture. We've got to do all those things. Yeah. But, man, we've got tools in our arsenal that, in, in many ways, figuratively speaking, they're rusting. Mm. They're rusting because we don't use them. Right? Mm. We can pray. We can intercede. We can stand Amen. in the gap. And remember, as we started out this week saying, and I'm probably going to continue saying this, praying is doing. Amen. Praying is doing. Amen. It's, it's Amen. not the thing that you do on the side. It is the doing. And, I, Go and, ahead, I, and I, one of my things is that for us personally and for everyone listening, that this would uh, ignite something in all of us yes. uh, to pray where we are. This may spark, you know, a prayer meeting starting in local churches. Yeah, if so. you're at a church and you're, you're like and, and that's not happening right now, you know, the Lord may lead you to start a prayer meeting in the church, go to the, the pastor and ask, you know, if this is 
uh, available or, or can I do this? You know, pray about it, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm hoping that all across, you know, uh, our listening audience that this will spark something that have maybe have been laying dormant, you know, uh, for prayer and seeking the Lord and going to him first about yes. these things that we have need of or, you know, just coming to him just because of who he is, just in, mm-hmm. in a corporate setting as well. And mm-hmm. also personally in our individual uh, prayer lives. And can I also just say this, and then we're going to go to some of the prayer concerns that we have before us today from our listeners. Um, would you let us know what the Lord does on your behalf? If you've submitted Amen. prayer requests and, and we have brought those prayer requests before the body of Christ, right? All across this network. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lord does something and let us know. Um, let us be the ones who come back and say, hey, look at what God has done for me. Amen. You know, this has happened Amen. because we pray with expectation. We're not just filling our days because we think that this just feels good to do. Yeah. Right. We are expecting the Lord to move on our behalf and however he decides to do that. But the expectation must be high because our God is great. Mm. That's Amen. not just a, that's not just a good song title. Right. <laughs> <laughs> our God is great. Amen. All right. Um, well, let's go to some of these prayer concerns that we have. Um, I know that we had them kind of divided up. I don't know where you want to start. I, I had some categories. You yeah, know. I like the categories. If you have uh, if you have that, if not, I could just go okay. with this list that I have. I do. I do have some categories. Okay, yeah, if there's that. any that you, that you think I, I have forgotten that fall into that category that okay. you have, um, then let me know. So again, in the category of healing concerns, we went through some of them yesterday. Um, and so let's continue there okay. from um, Sunshine, who emailed us, said um, she said, please pray for me. I've been an AFib for 19 days. Mm. Um, as of today, the time that she sent the email, she says, um, I'm communicating with my doctor, but we know I should not go into the office at this time. Um, she said she also works um, as a, or for a CPA, so it's a really crazy time of year for them. And basically, she's exhausted. So her prayer request is for the AFib to stop. Um, pray for the energy that she needs and that her boss needs um, to, to get through this time. And so that's a prayer request from Sunshine. I'm going to kind of do them two at a time, and then we okay. can pray and then go to the next set. Okay. Um, here is another prayer request from Rachel. Rachel said that um, my husband and I are praying for a miraculous healing for his degenerative disc disease, mm. which has caused him suffering, much suffering. She says he's only 33 years old. Yeah. Um, I believe God has called us to start acting in faith, and this is the way we should start. We're also praying for a member of our church family um, for his vision to be restored. So we will lift up that um, brother as well. And, uh, and so she says, but not only for his physical healing, for his vision to be restored, but for spiritual healing as well. So Amen. let's go to the Lord on behalf of Sunshine and Rachel. Amen. Lord, we thank you. We praise you, God, for this opportunity once again to come and to ladies' request of our uh, listeners, God, before you. And I pray, Father God, that you would uh, uh, touch their bodies, oh God. They're, they're seeking you for healing, Father God, for Sunshine, uh, for her, Father God, and also for Rachel's uh, husband, Lord. We pray, God, that you... Uh, yes, would touch Lord. them, oh God, that you would uh, do the miraculous, oh God, the things that maybe sometimes as, as humans we feel like, oh, can it really be done? Yes, because it's all things are possible with you, oh God. And so, Lord, I pray, Father God, that you would stretch out your hand to heal, Father God, and that you would cause there to be great testimony, great joy, God, that will come out of this, God, that uh, glory would be given to your name, oh God, and that we would even hear the testimony of 
of, of these healings that have taken place, Lord. We thank you. We praise you, God, that we can go to you, Lord, and that we're not just talking to just some other person, yes, but that you are the almighty God and you're able to do all things, Lord. So, God, we praise you for it right now, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Got a prayer request from our brother Thomas, who mm. would appreciate uh, fervent prayer. He put in his message, fervent prayer for healing from ALS and then also guidance to where and how God wants to use him. Amen. And then another prayer request from a sister who is asking for prayer for her dad, who's in the later stages of Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And um, he's had a rapid decline since the lockdown and quarantine began. Um, he's been hospitalized and alone. And she says, we need wisdom and healing either here or in heaven. Mm. And she says, my daddy uh, loves and knows the Lord. Amen. Let me just say, we're going to go to prayer. Let me just say, you know, there are real implications for the things that are happening in this country. And sometimes if we don't feel the effects the same way, we diminish those effects, right? Mm. But this is a very clear example of, you know, what it's like to be quarantined and locked down. And it's more than just being able to go and get your toilet paper, yeah. you know, but um, it has health ramifications that I think we have to think about. So that's from one of our sisters who listens. I don't have a name attached to this. And then also our brother Thomas, who wants healing from ALS. Yes, Lord, you know uh, these needs, oh God. And I pray, God, for Thomas, Lord, that you will heal him of this uh, disease. We know that it's a severe disease, God, but you're able to heal anything, Lord. So I pray for Thomas right now, God, and also for his request about knowing uh, what you want to do with him, how you want to use him, Lord. He is seeking you, Father God, for that. And I pray, Father God, that you would answer him, that he would hear clearly your voice, oh God, and what you're uh, purposing him to do, God, in his life, oh God, that he uh, live to the fullest in you, Father God. God, I, and, I, and I thank you, Lord, uh, for Thomas, God, even bringing this request before us, oh God, and also for the sister that, that's talking about her dad, God, who has... Uh, Alzheimer's, oh God, and 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 he has been going downhill since uh, oh, the Lord. shelter in places and all that kind of stuff, Lord, and he's by himself. But God, I pray, Father God, that you uh, would keep him, God, that you would help him, Lord, and you would give the family wisdom on his behalf, Father God, on what you're calling for them to do, Lord. And I pray, Father God, that you would uh, be with him, Lord, that he wouldn't uh, just be there alone, God, but that you would just uh, cause him to feel your comfort even now, Father God, even now, Lord, even as mm -hmm. we pray in Jesus name. Amen. And Lord, I would just I would add to that, that there are other requests that maybe we have not received here that fall into the same category, that there are loved ones who cannot be accessed because of what we're doing right now in this country. Mm. And Lord God, you are the God of comfort and yeah. you are the God of peace. And so I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that however you choose to do it, that in their lives, Lord God, those who are isolated, those who are quarantined and cannot have visitors and those whose health is declining, that you would comfort them. Yes, Lord. Oh, God of comfort. comfort them, oh God. Lord, that you would remind them of your love and your care for them, that they are not forgotten and that they are not alone. Even right now, for those who only have access to the outside world via radio. So they listen to mm. AFR daily. This is their contact. This is their connect. Lord, I pray that you would comfort them mm. by the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would minister to them. And I pray, Lord God, that as we, we 
expect and we hope to return to normalcy in this country. Lord, I pray that you would quicken believers to visit those who are shut in yes, Lord. and who cannot go out. Lord, that you would aid us in being the church. Move mm. on our heart. Move on our heart, Lord. Yes, Lord. We are yours. Dispatch us as you see fit. Yes, Lord. And I pray this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We've got prayer requests um, from people who are asking for salvation for their family members. And, and also... And so, Oh, With that, you know, we, I want to pray for that. And I'm seeing a, 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 a whole group of people, too, that have prayer requests for their marriages and families. Yes. So we can pray for those as well. Yes. You know, I think we really need to lift that up. And I think even during this time could be a strain, you know, um, with all this going on, people are out of work and stuff like that. Um, but salvations for family members, I've seen a lot of those as well. Yes. And also yes. for marriages and uh, for family members um, that they would, you know, that marriages would thrive at this time. Yes, yes, absolutely. Maureen wrote in um, her prayer request is specifically that, Will, for families and for marriages. Mm -hmm. Jonathan is asking for prayer for his brother, um, his stepbrother and his brother-in-law, that they would all come to accept the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, Judy is asking prayer for her daughter, Hannah. daughter Hannah who is a single mom mm -hmm. who knows of Jesus but lacks that intimate saving relationship with mm -hmm. him so we can pray for Hannah we go to the Lord today uh, Carolyn writes this my prayer request is on behalf of all believers who have deep concerns and sadness for children and grandchildren family members and friends who have not had a born-again experience with mm -hmm. the Lord and especially those who have a closed heart and mind to receiving Jesus so let's just Stop there so that we don't forget anybody's names and, and take that to prayer, um, lifting up those names before the Lord. God, you heard all these names, Father God, of, of the people who want their family members saved, God, mm -hmm. are born again. I pray that you would use, first of all, these individuals as ones that would be lights in their families, Father God, that you would cause them uh, to be ones, Lord, that would continue to pray for their loved ones, oh God, to not get discouraged and not give up, oh God. But I thank you, God, that they've sent, the, sent these uh, requests. And I pray for these family members, God, that they would, uh, uh, that you would draw them uh, to yourself, Father God, that you would uh, open their eyes, God, so they, they can see you, Lord, that they, you would bring them from death uh, to life, oh God. Just as we have, have experienced as, as, mm -hmm. your, as your people, Lord, I pray, God, that they would experience the same thing of being found in Christ. Yes, Lord. And, Lord, that I pray, God, that even the circumstances and situations that's going on right now, God, would, would uh, push them closer to you, God, not further away, Lord, and that you would use, Father God, different individuals to speak into their hearts and to their lives, God, and that they would uh, ask the question, oh God, what must I do to be saved? And God, that mm -hmm. you will bring them to that point, Lord, in Jesus' name, God, that you will bring them to the point where one may uh, uh, water, God, but then you bring the increase. So God, one may plant, one may water, but you bring the increase, Lord. And I pray, God, that they um, will have, have, have found themselves, God, planted and rooted in you, Father God. God, in Jesus' name, God, these hearts of these people who want their family members saved, oh God, and all of us have family members who are away from you, Lord. So, God, I pray, God, across uh, this network, Lord, that you would begin, God, to draw people close to yourself, Father God. You would draw them. No man can come unless you draw them. So I pray that that would happen in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Julie and Bailey and Cole, hmm. Scott, Jay, Todd, Tara, George. Mm -hmm. Pray for Michelle, who's asking prayer for her son 
that he would have guidance, that he would have the purpose that he's supposed to have in Mm -hmm. the Lord. For our sister Elaine, who asked prayer for her grandchildren, that the Lord would save them. For our sister Louise, who's recently widowed, and her only daughter and four children that live near her, that they may uh, not have to move four hours away and be so separated. Mm. Lord God, you see these prayer requests, Lord. Lord, you know the matters of our heart. Yes, Lord. And you are near to us, Lord God. You alone are the one that we have hope in. And our hope is fully in you. Yes. Do for these believers, Lord, what you have done in the lives of so many other believers. Our hope and our faith is fully fixed on you. Mm. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. We're out of time for today, but we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, if the Lord wills. God bless.